Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. I know it's tough. We're like the only show in America that's truly honest, lays it out there. It's all good, and that's why you've been so wonderful in supporting our program. But at the same time, we also have to look at not just the evil that's in the hearts of liberals and Democrats and their hatred of Jews and their their support of human sex trafficking, as we've seen in open borders, and their, their support of the spread of the Wuhan virus. But, you know, you got to have equilibrium. That's why we focus on the glory and the sanctity, the holiness and steaminess of marriage. That's why I got dumped from the last place. We're talking about fidelity of marriage. <laughs> Who gets in trouble? For talking about fidelity in marriage on the radio, Chuck Tiller. You do. I know. I, that's why I left you the business. You know what? That's why I left the business. I said, screw y'all. And Chuck Tiller was the one who said, if you come back to radio, you can talk about marriage and things. I'm like, really? Okay, I came back. Well, that and $5 million. But the point is we have our world-famous marriage talk segment on Fridays, which we focus on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. And I'm so thrilled that our, our company, Salem Radio, and all 115 stations support us. My wingman for this op is Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow, and it's just two guys trying to help other guys and gals come home to a beautiful, healthy, strong marriage as God has ordained. Robert Kosick, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Sam. Everything going well, I sound, sounds like? Yeah, just, you know, just another day in paradise, and, uh, you know, we got uh, effed over by a furniture company did not deliver their stuff twi- <laughs> twice, twice. I'll never, ever, ever, ever buy from that store again. But when I got mad, Denise was like, uh, she's like, oh, honey, there's bigger problems in the world. Balance it out. I'm surprised they even offered to deliver furniture nowadays. <laughs> well, you know That's what? Crazy. They'll never get a call from me for ever to do business again after getting stuffed twice. Uh, here we go. So our world-famous marriage talk segment. Oh, it's, this is depressing, but I, we have to deal with it. Robert Kosick, who's a marriage coach and a church deacon and author of the book, Honor the Bell, writes tip number 344. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. So America, inhale, exhale, let's talk about marriage. The topic is we are on life support. God. Here you go, husbands and wives. A marriage that's on life support is one in which the couple simply exists together. There's no excitement anymore, no date nights. If they ever exist, they're quick dinners out, hardly any communicating going on. So how to breathe life back into your marriage. I'll read it. Mr. Kosick will comment. Here we go in our world-famous marriage talk segment. Don't buy into the lies. You'll be likely to be told or just believe it yourself that your marriage is not worth fixing. Or you may think it's not fixable even if you want to fix it. While those standards may be true in some marriages, most of the time they're only true when you have decided to give up. If you don't believe the lies and don't give up, you have a shot at fixing your marriage. Robert Kosick, marriage coach. Talk. So, so we do have to touch on these topics every now and then, but every time we touch on one of these kind of yucky topics, uh, which people deal with, we always give hope. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And in this particular case, the uh, surveys came out and said that if you give up on your marriage, there's a 100% chance that it'll fail. So, <laughs> <laughs> so don't give up on it. And, and, and I tell you, you want to stir some stuff up. I put it out there before because on my webpage, it'll say, your marriage can be fixed. You just have to be willing to fight for it. And boy, do I get a lot of flack for that. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, we, people just don't want to believe it. And that's the problem is when you don't believe it, 
that ain't going to happen. But if you believe it, at least you got a shot at fixing it. No guarantees, but but there's a pretty good chance of that. I'm dealing with three different couples right now, and um, in this in this type of situation, and two of the three are seeing some indications that we're going to be able to fix this deal. One of them, not so much. So, yeah. So so it happens. You know, I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at least all three of them are. I'm in this for the long haul, and I'm going to give it my my best shot. And that's what you have to do. And that's all this is about is don't believe the lies because everyone's going to tell you, quit wasting your time. It isn't worth it. You've been through that cycle a hundred times. Why bother? Why you bother is because you made a commitment to God and to your spouse that you would love them no matter what. So honor that commitment. It's all about your honor, which is the title of the book, Honor Your Vow. And that's all we're talking about here is give it a good, solid hard fight and don't give up and there's at least a chance that that you'll turn this thing around you're listening to our world famous marriage talk segment bottom of the eight o'clock hour central contents on our facebook page sam malone show robert kostick and i number two is have a discussion now that you're on board with fixing your marriage it's time to have an honest discussion about how you each feel where y'all veered off the road what a great marriage looks like this is not the time to blame your spouse or vent about where you are it's about identifying where you are for the sole purposes of a, building a plan to get where you want to be. If you don't know where you are, it's going to be pretty difficult to figure out where you want to go. Robert Kosick. <laughs> so, so I tell couples all the time, they want to jump right into, let me tell you how we got to where we are. I'm like, mm, nah, let's not start there. Let's start with where do you want to get to? Because that's all I really care about is I'm going to build a plan. Just like when I'm turning around a company, you are where you are. We're not going to change that. So let's figure out how we want to get to where we go. We'll come back to, we'll have the discussion to figure out how you got to where you are, but for the sole purpose of how will what you did in the past impair our ability to get to where we want to go. That's what we want to do. We want to look for for indications, red flags, yellow flags, that we're heading down the path again. That's all we're going to use it for. And if you focus on doing it that way, you can turn around a marriage. You can turn around a a company. You can All that kind of stuff works if you're focused on the end goal the whole time and you use that historical information simply as guideposts on how to execute that plan. And that's all we're talking about here is trying to figure out where we want to get to. And you got to have an honest discussion about it. And when you talk about how you feel, uh, about your marriage, you're just basically saying, you know, when you do X, I'm not slamming you for doing X, but I interpret it this way, or it makes me feel this way. So that's an area we need to work on. Amen. So, you, right? So it's a little different perspective than saying you're such a jerk when you do that, and that's why I hate you. It's, <laughs> it's not going to get to where you want to go. But if you say, look, that, that action when you pick on me all the time, I know you're you're kidding around, and that's your way of showing me you love me by the pet names and all that kind of stuff. But it bothers me after a while. So let's let's stop it. Just a different way to look at it. World-famous marriage talk segment. Uh, this topic is, is not as bubbly as the others, but you have to do it when the marriage is on, quote, life support. It says be vulnerable. Vulnerability tends to carry negative connotations, such as to be in danger or at risk. While those are possible, being being vulnerable is required if growth is to occur because vulnerability is at the core of building trust as well as deep and lasting relationships, Robert Kosick. So you're never going to get anywhere if you don't take any risks. And I'll, I'll tell couples all the time, it's going to get way nastier before it gets better, which is not what they want to hear. It's like we're already on life support. And like, yes, but here's the problem. They're so afraid of getting hurt that once they start to trust you again, it's going to scare the daylights out of them. And the only thing they can think of is I'm at risk of getting hurt again. I'm shutting this down. And you're going to see a Jekyll and Hyde. They're going to go from working on the marriage to wanting to rip your throat out. And I said, as long as you anticipate it, you'll be able to get through it. 
but that's going to happen. Vulnerability is scary. It's risky. It hurts sometimes. You're going to get disappointed, but you've got to go through the hurt in order to get to the great stuff on the other side. It's just how life works, and you've got to be willing to do that. And couples that don't want to do that, they're probably wasting their time trying to fix their marriage. It's just not going to happen. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Find the content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Shoe. As always, there's a hot and heavy section uh, written by Mr. Kosick, who's very clean. Very, he, dude, dude is like squeaky clean when it comes to writing the stuff. Hallmark. Oh, yeah, Hallmark. You're a Hallmark. I'm a little more <laughs> South Philadelphia. It says, intimacy as a cornerstone. When rebuilding a marriage, developing and setting a solid cornerstone for your marriage is critical. And intimacy is a key cornerstone of a marriage. A cornerstone is the first stone placed against which all other stones will be set in place. If the cornerstone isn't developed and set properly, the whole alignment of the place falls down, right? Intimacy as a cornerstone is much broader than just physical aspects. It encompasses both the physical and emotional bonds. However, the physical bond, an emotional connection, which will increase your overall level of intimacy. So even if you're not emotionally engaged, start by initiating an innocent physical connection, such as holding hands on the couch and watch as the fire begins to grow. Robert Cost. All right. So <laughs> this is one of those areas that it's so critical to a marriage. You cannot. Now, this is barring any medical issues in this particular area. If you don't have medical issues preventing you from doing this, then you really need to pay attention to this probably before you do anything else. It is so important, so critical to that intimacy in the marriage, emotional and and the physical part of it, it's all bound together. And so if you're just not there and you're like, I ain't going anywhere near that person. I'll sleep on the other side of the house. I'm not even going in the bedroom. Start on the couch holding hands. Just enjoy each other. Go for a walk. Talk to each other. Build that emotional bond. Do a little bit of the physical stuff and watch that fire begin to bloom and grow and just rage after a while. And, and before too long, you won't be able to keep your hands off each other, and you're going to be giggling and laughing and just totally enjoying each other. It just just takes time, but you got to start somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I yeah, whatever. I just can't imagine a marriage gets to that point where you hey try holding hands. I know you got to do that, right? I get it. Gosh, that sounds horrible. Okay, well, okay, fo- hey. husband and wife, try holding hands. I'm like, here, hold this. Thank you for a great night. Yeah. So so some couples are so. Sad, so disgusted with each other, they're not going to. I just recently, in the last uh, you know three months or so, talked to one couple, and they haven't been in this area for over two years. What? And they're like, well, where, like, where do you start? I said, you start by holding hands. You got to rebuild that connection. You got to rebuild that. And, and the fingertips have so many senses in it. You'd be amazed at how how much. How far you get down the road? <laughs> Stop there. You, you know what else? You know what there. else does? <laughs> I knew I veered off the road, but that one before it started. I couldn't stop it. So, anyway, you know, it's, I, I, I know better. Denise always says, how old are you? I say 58 on the outside, 18 on the inside. Arr. Yeah. But, but that's I, because you've maintained it your whole marriage. And you were just, if you were so emotionally disgusted with your spouse, that's one of the last things you're going to be thinking about. If, and if anything, oh, even yeah. if that is a part of your marriage, it's going to be nothing but physical, which you can get from anybody. I mean, technically, right? So so there's a whole other side of it. You just got to rebuild it. But the, but the great news is, is you can rebuild it. You, it can be done. And so you just got to start slow and, and work your way up. Love it. Your marriage, like the $6 million man, we can rebuild it. Yes, we can. God. <laughs> well, I feel bad. Listen, if you're at the point where advice is to sit down and hold hands, but if that's where you are, that's where you are. 
focus. As Mr. Kosick says, you got to know where you are to know where you want to be to get going. Um, but if not, I hope you're, I hope y'all husbands and wives are calling at each other. Like when you're newlyweds and bumping into each other in the kitchen and making foul remarks to each other, R rated stuff when she bends over in the dishwasher. And of course not, not, no, not at the store with the dishwashers are on sale <laughs> at home. And you're going to have a wonderful weekend full of smiles, miles of smiles, as they say. Um, and with that, our world famous marriage talk segment closes for the 30th day of July, our final one for the seventh month. Robert Kosick, pick up his book, or go online, go to Honor the Vow, V O W, honorthevow.com. He has penned his 344th ma- I mean, uh, marriage tip, 344 today. Good job, buddy. Thank you so much. And then for those folks out there, if you're not where you need to be, you can't. You can get there. I promise you. Amen. You can get there. Amen. Have a great weekend, Mr. Kasich. You too, sir. Doesn't that feel good to do our world famous marriage talk segment? It's so darn. It's like an exfoliant, right? Now you feel better. Go check it out. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone, Food the Weekend. Back in a second, AM ten seventy.